Just Start Real Estate, episode number 117. All right, thank you for joining me today on Just Start Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I'm your host, and I am thrilled that you're here with me today, and I'm really excited to jump into the show. But before we do, I want to remind you that my coaching program for April is off and running. I'm accepting applications, and if you're interested in being a student, all you have to do is go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach and everything you need to know to get started and to be a student is right there for you. I'm really looking forward to talking to you and I'm really looking forward to working with a fresh new batch of students this month and helping them launch their business or take it to the next level. I'm looking forward to talking to you. Go there and check it out. Okay, on to the show. All right, thank you for joining me on another Quick Point episode. I appreciate you being here. Today, we're going to talk about relentlessness and the fact that I want you to be relentless in your business. And I want you to adopt that attitude so that you can be successful in real estate. By relentless, I mean that when you get knocked down, you immediately get back up and do it again. You don't wait or you'll lose your nerve. Relentlessness relentlessness means that you not only take or you don't take no for an answer, but you also don't get complacent when things are going well. So, you know, relentlessness is not just about getting knocked down and getting back up. That's how most people think about it. It also means when things are going great that you don't just coast and, and just let things ride because you will end up falling. Relentlessness is a trait that most successful business people possess. It's critical, especially when you're starting out and things don't always go well. In the last few episodes, I've talked about things like conquering fears and getting out there and doing it and not being afraid to make low offers and all these different things um, about how to succeed. And the final component of all of these things is conquering fear and facing your problems and to be relentless in your pursuit of your business and just finding a way to get the job done. When someone talks about being relentless, they think of adversity and fighting through it and just keeping that motor going no matter what adversity you face. But I can tell you that you should be relentless when things are going well. An example of someone that I think of when I think of the word relentless, and it's probably because I just read this book not too long ago, but I think of Steve Jobs. Now, you may like Apple, you may hate Apple. You may like Steve Jobs, you may hate Steve Jobs. But the fact of the matter is, even the people who hated him the most would say, that he was relentless. And he wasn't, he wasn't just relentless when Apple was not doing well. For instance, when he came back to Apple after many years and Apple was really on the verge of bankruptcy, he was relentless then, I'm sure. But once things got turned around and Apple started really soaring and taking off and becoming a dominant force, he never stopped being relentless. He just kept that going. He definitely had adversity in his life that he had to fight through. There's no doubt about it. But he's one of the most relentless businessmen in recent history when things were going well, which kind of made people think he was a jerk. But the fact of the matter is, he was highly successful and he was relentless. And I don't think you have to be Steve Jobs or be even like Steve Jobs necessarily personality-wise. 
but just that motor, that drive that he had, the tenacity to succeed even when his business was soaring and growth was at an all-time high. He kept pushing. And in real estate, you can get on a roll where things start falling into place and you're making money, but this is not a, not a time to stop fighting. As soon as you take your foot off the gas, you'll start to slow down just like a driving a car. It's like when you're driving a car, right? You let off that gas, you immediately slow down. It takes way more energy and more fuel to get your car started moving again once it stops. It's way easier to maintain your speed and your momentum in business too if you continue to keep your foot on the gas, keep working because it's sort of a snowball effect and it's hard to get a snowball going, but once you get it going, it's it's pretty easy. And not that real estate's ever easy, but it's way easier once you're on a roll and you're really pushing and things are working out for you. So I was once told that a business should market themselves when sales are at an all-time high, right? So, you know, every business has peaks and valleys, but I was told that you should always, always focus a lot of marketing during the peak times because that marketing has like a cycle, right, or a loop. So it takes time for marketing to, to take effect or to pay off, so to speak. And it's gonna pay off when you would naturally be in your valley. So if you market at your peaks, you really don't experience the same valleys that you would if you didn't market. And most people, it's counterintuitive, most people think, oh, you market, market, market when you're in a valley, when when sales are at a low, that's when you market. But that's not true. And it's because that's then when you're at a low, you're already there, right? So when the marketing pays off, now you're farther down the road and those peaks are farther apart. So that's why, just like in real estate, it's no different. If you're a fix and flip investor and you you know have two or three deals going, and maybe that's a lot for you, right? You have two or three going at the same time. Oh my gosh, I'm very busy. Can't even think about trying to find more deals. That's when you should be marketing the hardest for the next deal. Because by the time you finish those rehabs, those fix and flip properties, your marketing and your deal you know, engine or trying to find those deals, whatever you have in place, have developed into more deals. So you don't have any gaps in your business like that. But if you wait until you're completely finished rehabbing, you're gonna have those gaps. So in order to continue to be successful and not have to go through highs and lows that a lot of investors do because they don't understand this principle. They go through highs, two or three projects going, and then boom, they're done, and then they start that engine again. They start the marketing engine. They start getting back in touch with you know their realtor to look for more deals, and it takes them three or four months to find another deal. Well, these are gaps they wouldn't have if they were marketing and looking for these deals while they were rehabbing and while they were at the peak of their business. When everything was done, you would have more deals lined up and ready to go. So that's my advice to you today. Be relentless. Keep going especially when things are going good. Everyone knows you're supposed to get up and dust yourself off when things go bad and go back at it. That goes without saying. But what I'm telling you is don't forget to be relentless even when things are going well. Okay, that's all I have for today. 
Okay, before we go, I want to ask you very quickly, you know, this podcast is honestly, it's all about helping you and it's helping you take your business to the next level or get it started if you're brand new. I sincerely want to help people this year. I want to do everything I can to get people to take action and to overcome their fears and to answer the questions that they have, things that are holding them back in their business. That is exactly why I launched this podcast. I know there's questions that new investors have that they're, you know, intimidated or really don't know where to go for the answers or, you know, they just need someone to listen and and give them information, specific information that they need for their business. So what I'm asking you today is I am inviting you to send me an email at mike at juststartrealestate.com and send me your number one and your number two. So your top two hurdles that you have in your business. What are the top two things stopping you from investing in real estate and being successful? Now, there can be a lot of things that can stop people when they're getting started. So I want to know what your top two things are. They can be something kind of abstract, like fear, like just the fear of getting started or the fear of making a mistake. It can be very specific, like saying, you know, I don't know how to quote a rehab or you know, I don't know how to find properties or I don't know how to talk to realtors or whatever the case may be. I don't know how to find private money. Tell me your top two hurdles. And with that information, what I really want to do is come up with some solutions for people this year that they can apply and that I can give them so that they can be successful in their business. I truly want to help. Please understand. I do want to help. So if you could send me your top two hurdles things that are stopping you from being successful, I would love to hear about it. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.